everyone welcome back to another episode of afro lit a today (laughs) today i am joined all my guests are special but today this is such a important important conversation because you know we're getting fit for the summer. Oh yeah, summertime Somebody's is right. right the it's right around the <laughs> corner. You know, you hear this handsome gentleman. He is giving. He's gonna give us all the tips. I am joined by Hurricane yeah. GH. <laughs> you may follow him on the gram. Yes. You may have seen his workout classes you know afrobeat burnout you are sweating shaking it shaku shaku all of it (laughs) he is bringing his roots into his profession of personal training he's a model like what don't you do Um, you know soon you're gonna start DJing like (laughs) my DJ's been teaching me one or two things (laughs) oh my gosh you're about to enter into all industries and I think a lot of people don't even know I do art too I could draw paint and all of that look at this (laughs) wow so welcome to Afrolit thanks for having me I'm excited to be here I'm doing great doing great this is so interesting so shout out to Paco because Yes. If we didn't interact in that first meeting, I don't think I would. I mean, of course, like after I think I've seen your social media yeah. page and seen the class, but I didn't necessarily know like how much or even just understanding more about your story. And yeah. here on Afrolit, we're always about understanding the heritage behind what everyone does highlighting africans you know we built this for africans by africans so tell us where are you from i'm from ghana born and raised in ghana (laughs) hey wow i'm a proud Ghanaian, born and raised in ghana born and raised in ghana so when did you move to new york um i moved to new york close to four years ago okay almost over three years ago so from you're um, from Accra in Ghana? I'm from Kumase, Kumase. born and raised in Kumase. Um, okay. I went to school, everything in Kumase. Wow. I have a bachelor's degree in business administration. Look at this. Yes. <laughs> Look at this. So take us back. So you've moved to New York. This is now, what is it? If it's going to four years. So you moved in 2016. Like 2016, 2017. Yeah. Right. So what was the ultimate goal for you then? Like when um, you were studying? When I, 2016, I was in college. I was trying okay. to get my degree. So yeah. Before 2016, 2017, I was coming to the state to stay for like five, six months. Okay. I do boot camp classes. I had personal, I had clients that I was training. So you so, started training actually in school. Yeah, so I started. So take us even further back. Oh, so I started when did training. You I decide started, you wanted to be a personal. I trainer? started um, personal fitness, training. Actually. I started. I started. I wanted to be into. I started fitness in general around um, 2011, 2012. Okay. And I started personal training in 2013. Okay. That was when I started my personal training journey. Wow. So the reason why I started personal training is because before I wanted to start training. It was yeah. hard. I had cousins that were built that you go to the gym with them. They don't help you. They yeah. always make it fun of you. So yeah. it's hard. So yeah. that was one of the main reasons why I became a personal trainer so that I could help people ah, okay. who are also struggling at the beginning of their fitness journey. Or if they go to the gym, they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. That was what made me want to become a personal trainer and help people. And yes. I'm going to tell you, I mean, I wanted to get fit, look good in clothes, you know, and <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. It's an so, aesthetic yeah, survive. Mm-hmm. aesthetics and, you know, look good in clothes, you know, get the girls and stuff like that. <laughs> we'll get yeah. there. Uh-huh. So that was where everything started. But it got to a point when you see okay. results, it becomes an addiction. And it became yeah. part of my lifestyle. So I'm like, this is what I want to do. I want to help people 
also lead a fitness lifestyle. So okay. that's how come the personal training started. Interesting. So you would always go to the gym with your family yeah. members? And um, my family members, my friends. Uh, yeah? Yes. Okay. And when I was in, in Kenya, I went to Kwame Nkrumah University of Science and Technology in Very Kumasi. Very nice shout out. So, a big shout out to my Kenya STPs. Uh-huh. Uh, when I was in Kenya, that was when the brand became very big because I was doing modeling and I was doing fitness boot camp on campus. Yeah. When I was I started, it was hard at the beginning because people don't see the reason why it's hard to find people who are out of shape, like really, really out of shape in mm-hmm. Africa because we walk a lot. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of fitness activities, mm-hmm. even though we're not working out. That's true. So it's hard for people to spend money to pay a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. So when I started the classes, I was doing it for free and people weren't showing up. Wow. Yeah, I had to go to people's dormitories, knock on the doors, give them flyers. Yo, I'm doing these classes every Saturday morning. Yeah. And I wrote a proposal. I got sponsors. I got three sponsors, Vodafone, and two other sponsors, and one energy drink company. Okay. And another um, company, I forgot the name of it. And then they were paying me. So I was doing the event for free. You come, you get free snacks, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And around that time, like 2015, 2014, I came to the state to visit. And I have family in the States. So that's when I started doing boot camp. Yeah. Here in the States. So I was staying for five months. I do boot camp for like three months. Yeah. Get people to see results. People were losing like 15, 20 pounds at the end of three months. People were looking wow. amazing. So I was coming back and forth. And so here is where yeah, you met the overweight exactly. people. <laughs> Not necessarily the overweight yeah. people, but people who were more into fitness and was willing to put more work in and okay. spend money to achieve what they want. I see. So that was when everything started. And then when I went back to Ghana... It picked up because when they saw I came to the States, I was doing big things. Right. And now everybody was into winning. <laughs> the numbers grew. So I went to Legon okay. campus. Mm-hmm. I went to like three different campuses, mm-hmm. um, university campuses. Mm-hmm. I went to Accra to do events. Um, we do this. We did this health work with Malta Guinness. So it was, all, it was when everything blew up. So everything picked up and then. Wow, that was, it. that was it. So did you always, because I think in 2015, that was actually around the same time that Instagram was becoming yes. more of a thing. I think the app originally launched in 2010, but I think people mostly started using it around 2014, I actually started using Instagram on um, 2014. In 2014, yeah. and so and that's when you started 2015, posting. 2015, mm-hmm. 2016, and when I started you know, getting known by a lot of people, the numbers kept picking up. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of interviews in Ghana. People got to know about what I do. Yes. I could sit here and say I'm one of the big fitness um, fitness gurus or fitness instructors yeah. that started this whole fitness thing in Ghana. Wow. Especially even on my campus. Yeah. When I was leaving, I had like 15, 20 guys that went to fitness that was on their group. Yes. That we called Pack Fitness. Pack Fitness. So it was, a, it was like a group of wolves. So we're all struggling for, you know, being in shape. Mm-hmm. So I had a whole group of guys who were into fitness. Yeah. We used to do events on campus. It looked amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like these are the same guys. And correct me if I'm wrong. In Ghana, there's this festival called uh, Chale Chale Wati. Wati, yeah. yeah. My boys were there. The last I think time. they're the, the photo the, one that's one, gone viral, one of the right? Went viral. Yes, I yes, know yes, that yes, one. Yes. Ladies, you know that one. So. Yes. So then, dis- describe to me how it the conversation that you had because I know, like all of us know, when you're oh. African and you're studying business administration, the, your parents are talking. They're like, "Ah, son, you're doing amazing things." You, so how did you d- tell them that your passion lies in fitness and this is what you want to do? And you know what's funny, like. Like I was telling you before, I could draw, I could paint. Exactly. I always wanted to be an architect. 
and mm. you know to be an architect and even to perfect your drawing you have to do visual arts you do but you know how every african parent their kids to be doctors engineers so <sighs> i get i didn't even get to do visual arts i ended up doing business because of my dad my dad has um companies in ghana and he wanted me to help him instead of me doing architect or doing visual arts he wanted yeah. me to do business so that i could help him so i started doing business because of my dad of course and when I started my fitness thing, my it became a whole issue. My dad wasn't really? supportive. Even my dad wasn't supportive till like 2017, 2018, just like a year or two wow. years ago. Yeah, it was hard because my dad was like, "Why would I send you to school to study and you choose to be a gym instructor?" <laughs> yes, so Ooh. it was when everything picked up. I was getting interviews. It was getting big. I was coming to the state to do boot camps. Yeah, and that was when he. He laid back a little bit, and I was okay. like, this is what I want to do. There's no way I'm going to change my mind because this is what I want. Even now, he could call me and be like, so do you think? are you thinking of getting another job? <laughs> but <laughs> Wow. Yes. You know, the thing is the boldness. I have to give it to the, the parents, our parents, because yes. they are always bold and like, ah, uh, okay, so thank you for doing all of this, but now come do your exactly, real job. Exactly, yes. It's like, the, like yes. don't you see that this is actually working out and... Couldn't you be proud of just the accolades that you've gained thus far? But again, they always have their own because they're coming from an older generation, yes, that's you true. know, so they don't necessarily I don't, understand. I don't really blame them. Yeah. You know? And what about your mom? My mom was supportive. It was, my dad was it was mm-hmm. a big issue. My dad was he he wanted me to do like be an account. Even when I was doing business, I did marketing. I have a bachelor's degree in business administration marketing. Amazing. He was like, "Why don't you do accounting so that you can work in the bank? Why do you want to do marketing?" I'm like. I could do marketing and still work in the bank. I just feel like I'm good at interacting with people. Yes. Um, so before I went to college and I was down with um, senior high school, mm-hmm. I was working for my dad. My dad, I told you my dad has a shop and stuff like that. So yes. I knew how to, you know, communicate with people, get to convince people to buy stuff from the store. Ooh, I can tell you the in and outs of this product, that product. So yeah. I was like, I think I know what I want to do. And mm-hmm. I chose marketing when I was in my second year in mm-hmm. uni and you had to choose what you want to major in. My dad wanted me to choose a car. I'm like, no, I want to do marketing. And I, I say I I never regret doing business administration now mm. because I feel like the things that I learned doing marketing helps me promote my business in general. Completely. That is how I get myself out there now. Yeah, no, that's so good. And I think that, as you were saying, like nothing, everything kind of added layers yes. to your story. You know, yes. there's nothing that was taken in no, vain. No, there's, I always say this to friends and even people that are close to me in life, there's no losses. It's always experience and you learn a lesson. Mm-hmm. You no, know, sometimes some things might not work out for you, but you end up learning something from it and it takes you to the next level. Completely. Yeah. So now walk me through, because you do so many different parts. Yes, so then know. you teach the class. <laughs> yes. And then you personal train. Yeah. And then, of course, on top of that, because you are the face of the brand, you kind of have to take promotional pictures and yes. all of this stuff. So walk me through your routine. Like, what time do you wake up? Um, what time do you meditate? Like, walk us through everything that I'm gonna you work do. You, um, Monday morning. The Every alarm. day, Monday yes. through Friday, I'm up at 4.30 a.m., sometimes 4 o'clock in the morning because I have personal training clients from 5.30 in the morning yeah. till like 11 or 12. Okay. So I usually have a break from 12 to 4 or 5 p.m. Okay. That is when I rest. Okay. So I'm up at 4 in the morning. Mm-hmm. I need to be on the train by 4.25 because my first line is at 5.30 in Brooklyn. So all my morning clients are in Brooklyn and Manhattan. I'm, mm-hmm. I live in the Bronx. So all my evening clients are in the Bronx. So after 5 or 4.30 p.m. till 9, 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. is where my evening clients 
are. So okay. th- I train them in the Bronx. And I have classes every Wednesday. So Wednesday night, I have some clients, but from 7.30 to 9 p.m. is yeah. a slot that is open for only my class that I teach. Very and cool. I also, use, I don't train clients on weekends. It depends on when I'm not traveling because I travel a lot, almost every weekend. Even this month, I didn't travel much. But last month, the month before, yeah. almost every weekend, I wasn't in town. <laughs> and I was going Trust from me, we yeah. know, we know, you know, we saw it, we states. saw but him. Uh-huh. I decided to take a little break just to focus on, you know, mm-hmm. being here, spending time with friends, spending okay. time with family on the weekends. Because every weekend, that's when my, fr- my friends also have jobs. Of course. The weekends is when they're free. They want to do this, they yeah. want to do that. And I'm always out of town. So yeah. I was like... This May, June, I'm gonna try to stay in New York, not travel much, just stay okay. and make sure you know during the weekends I can hang with friends, get to you know meet friends that I don't meet in a long time because Monday through Friday I'm usually busy. Yeah, I'm training back and forth, going here, going there, so I don't get time to spend during the weekday. So on weekends, that's the only time I have. I'm traveling, Completely. so I try to make time. So my schedule is always all over the place, and somewhere February when it's Fashion Week, mm-hmm. I stop doing. Um, fashion modeling because it got to a point they wanted me to lose weight. Really? Because, you know, fashion, high fashion models are very skinny. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes like I runway. stopped doing mm-hmm. run fashion, high fashion modeling because I'm a personal trainer. I have to keep my physique because my I tell people a lot of time, my body is my contact card. So I have to make sure my body is looking great all the time. So I'm more into mm-hmm. like lifestyle modeling, commercial modeling, fitness modeling. Mm-hmm. That's what I do now. Mm-hmm. But I don't do high fashion anymore. Mm-hmm. But sometimes some um, designers still need somebody who is fit and big. Mm. They reach out to me and I do the fashion show. But I'm not more into high fashion anymore. Completely. So, yeah. And during the, like sometimes from the 12 to the 5 p.m., that's mm-hmm. the time I spend on my craft. I have um, online clients too. Mm. I started having one-on-one clients and teaching classes. I have online clients. I have virtual clients. So people I train over Skype and people that mm. I send programs to that they follow. So every Sunday I call, every Sunday I call these mm-hmm. people, all the clients that I have online, I call them on FaceTime. How's your program going? Do you need any change in it? Mm-hmm. And is there something you want me to know just to check on them to make sure everything is good? Amazing. Wow. So yeah. this is from 4.30 a.m. to so about I usually 10. don't get home till like 10 or 11. And I have to be <sighs> in bed by 12, sometimes even 1, and I have to be up again at 4. Wow. Talk about discipline, though. And I think what it speaks to, there's two things that I'm learning. A, there's a stigma, and I bet you've heard this, that, you know, when you see, like, handsome or even just guy that's built, oh, he has no brains. Like, he doesn't know what he's doing. Like, we can exploit him. We can make money off of him. But at the same time, too, you understand the importance of mental health. So talk to me also a little bit of just how you've been able to maintain, even from, you know, the conversation and not necessarily having support from your parents to now like now even having you know more success more accolades like you know you're you have to be also careful with the boundaries that you keep so talk to me more about it all comes it all comes down to determination discipline and drive that's the three things that push me okay i'm very determined when i want something I, i don't know if you know but a lot of people ask me why hurricane yeah so why hurricane because hurricane is a strong wind Yes. And when hurricane is hitting the city, nothing can stop it until it's over. So if I want something, I go for it. Nice. So that was where the hurricane came about. So hurricane is a strong wind. I'm a strong person. If I want something, I go for it. So yes. it's all about determination, the drive, and the discipline. Yeah. Sometimes people want to people want to say, "Oh, this guy doesn't have nothing to do. All he does is the, being in the gym." But to have a nice body takes a lot of discipline. Exactly. Even when clients reach out to me and somebody wants to train with me, mm-hmm. and 
I always tell people fitness is not a destination. It should be part of your life. It's a lifestyle. Because if you look at it as a destination, let's say, oh, I want to lose 10 pounds. Right. After you lose 10 pounds, what are you doing next? You want to go back eating what you were eating before and go back to 10 pounds? No. You have to make, exactly. So if you make it. The fufu is good. Exactly. The fufu is good. I mean, I eat fufu too. I eat all the African foods. Mm. But it's all in moderation. I haven't mean, had fufu in like three months because for the past three months, I'm trying to stay in shape and not focus more on so i've been meal prepping and stuff like that i've okay. worked at a couple of meal prepping companies so they were making my food mm-hmm. but now i meal prep my stuff myself so yeah. sundays every sunday i meal prep my my meals for the week Talk about sometimes that. i feel like i want to eat outside i'll eat outside okay sometimes people life is all about balance sometimes people think so much about things they don't do like set realistic goals so right. it's like somebody wanting to lose weight or wanting to work out mm-hmm. they'll come to you i want to lose 30 pounds in one month that is not a realistic goal. Right. So if they work out with you for the month and they lose five pounds, they're like, I didn't lose 30 pounds, so I don't want to do it anymore. But tell yourself, okay, I want to lose five pounds in a month. Okay. You end up losing like 10 pounds at the end of the month. You're motivated to go more because you're expecting to lose five pounds and you lost 10 pounds. Right. So you're motivated to push more. Yeah. You know, So it's all about the perspective of how people look, look at things. And mm-hmm. like I said, discipline goes a long way because if you don't have discipline, it's going to be hard to be like work out, stay fit. Yeah. Because sometimes it's hard when you, like, my schedule, for instance, Ex- after work, waking up at 4 a.m., training clients, I usually work out from 12 to 1 or okay. 11 to 12. Like it depends on, on, yeah, okay. on myself. Mm-hmm. I spend time every day. I work out every day except Sundays. Okay. So after doing all of that in the morning, waking up that early, by the time it gets to, like, 12, I'm tired. But at the end of the day, it all, it all comes down to what you want. Mm. You know? How am I going to be motivating somebody to work out when I'm being lazy myself? So you have to, as a helping somebody and being a leader, you have to set the pace. Mm-hmm. So aside people seeing me training, they also see that I work out on myself. I put in the work myself. So mm-hmm. if I come somewhere and I take off my shirt, I know I've been working out. I look good. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I think yeah. the beauty of your craft is that you can see where the discipline is. Like people yeah. can see that it takes the 4.30 a.m., yes. the, you know, the meal prepping every day. The setting up for success, yeah. you know, like laying out, okay, uh-huh. this is where I need to be. Exactly. This is who, where I'm going to, who I'm going to talk to, yeah. all of that good stuff. Like that, that all comes into combination yes. when you take off your shirt, you know uh-huh. what I mean? So it all works out for good. Yes. But at the same time too, do you ever feel like this is something that you'd want to do long term? Like talk to me about like it, where you, and also talk to me about the class. Like how did you come up with the oh, name? Oh, the class actually, I came. I came, um, mm-hmm. I started a class almost like two years ago. Okay. When I came to the States, that was when I started doing classes. I used to do boot camps before. Yes, so just it was like more regular. Like uh-huh. boot camp style, like burpees, push-ups, stuff like that. Right. So I've always loved to dance. Even at the beginning, I, didn't, I wasn't even that good at dancing, but I always loved to dance. <laughs> right. I, it doesn't matter where I am. If I hear, hear music, the beat. I start uh-huh. dancing. Yeah. So I, I realized people were getting more into the dance aspect. So I'm like, why don't I add dancing to fitness I mean, like Zumba and everything, but Zumba is, when Zumba started, it was only Latin music. Now they're doing to hip hop, they're doing to every song. That's true. But I wanted to create something and bring awareness on where I'm from, you know, like Afro, Africa, that's where I'm from. That is why I teach to only African music. Right. So if you ask, oh, do you know any Afro beat fitness instructor? Everybody's going to mention my name because they know that that's what I do. So I want to bring more awareness on our culture. That's how come Afrobeat Burnout came about. So I added dance and fitness, and I realized that the response was really good. Actually, the, I named the Afrobeat Burnout 
a year ago. It hasn't been that much. Oh, really? Yeah. I was teaching before with a friend of mine. He's Jamaican. Yeah. He's, not, he's still my instructor now. Okay. When we started, we used to teach together. And we, they used to call us Melanin Kings. Yes. yes. I saw he's that. He's called Scott. So when yes. me and Scott. Oh, I know Scott Bernhardt. Yeah, Burn. you know Scott yes. Bernhardt. Yes. Scott Bernhardt. Body underscore by underscore uh-huh. Bernhardt. That's my Shout boy. Shout out to him. Shout out to Scott. He's actually in Mexico right now having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> um, now so, he has come back. Be serious. Yes. Uh-huh. So when we started the class, we used to do classes outside in the park i used mm-hmm. to do class outside when i came it was a boot camp style so mm-hmm. i was like yo and it's funny because how instagram works i used to follow scott when i was in ghana so i saw him like yo i think i know you from somewhere i mentioned it was like yeah that's me so that's how come i met scott i met scott 2016 interesting yes so i met scott 2016 i was like yo and 20 i had to go back um to ghana i was like yo yeah. i'm leaving but i want you to take care of my clients here i was doing boot camp class in the park and scott doesn't live far from there so I was like, let me leave my clients to you because you're also into fitness. You can help them while exactly. I'm going. So I left my clients. So when I came back um, 2017 and I was like, why don't we do something together? So we started a boot camp class. And then I did a dance video with a kid, but everybody was talking about me and my body. I was like, Scott, let's let both, both of us do a dance video and see yeah. how it goes. The video went viral. viral. Ended, up, ended up on Bossip. Yes, ended up on a I lot of places. Exactly. That. Yep. So we started a class and we named him. Everybody was like, look at that melanin. The comments of that video, people were like, look at that melanin. Look at that melanin. So that's how come the Melanin King's <laughs> name came about. I see. So we started teaching classes together. But then yeah. it got to a point like last year, which was um, 2017, 2018, I wanted to start traveling and I told him about it. But he was really skeptical. He was kind of skeptical about mm-hmm. it. I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm a I'm a risk taker too. I mean, since child, everything I want to do, sometimes and nobody is going to support you unless you do it. Sometimes, like and the I hurricane, didn't have, I didn't have this much audience till it became big, you know. Yeah. So I took the risk and I I did the first the first class that I did was actually outside New York was in Texas. Uh-huh. That was last year June. I did a class in Texas and that was when the Afro Beeper and our name came about because I was traveling alone and I'm from Africa, so I was using only African music. So yes. that was like. Let me name it Afrobeat Burnout because it's fitness and, and it's dance. It's like you're sweating. And, and you uh-huh. sweat, exactly. So that's how the name came about. <laughs> and then that's how Afrobeat Burnout started. And then he, I spoke to him like, yo, we used to teach classes together. You're down to teach with me. That's fine. Just mm-hmm. let me know. And he's like, yeah, sure, I'm down. So he became part of Afrobeat Burnout. And we been doing Afrobeat Burnout Amazing. since. Amazing. So talk to me. I think one of the most essential things is the music in your classes. Yes. How do you choose that? Because like, I feel like that's a great promotional tool for some of the artists. Exactly. Like, a lot of the I'm songs that you play yes, yes. are and going viral. My videos were going viral and most oh. of these artists like so there even there are some of these artists that I reach out to because some of them I know them personally. I'm like, yo, okay, cool. I did a video to you. I did a video with my class to your dance. Can you repost it? And they would never respond till wow. my videos started going viral. Now they were reaching out to me. Can you do this to my song? Can you do this to my song? So talk to and me about that. Like, how did that kind of make you feel? Because it's like you're putting in all it, this exactly. work. Exactly. Like, I'm putting in all this work to put your brand out there. Exactly. And they weren't as supportive. So I'm like, yo, I reached out to you before, but you never responded. Now you now want me to. Exactly. So the 100K. Exactly. You see that? The videos are going viral. It's going everywhere. And. I did the um, choreography to one guy's song. He, he he reposted the video. He's um the one who did the coupe. Yes, yes, yes. So yes, that yes, coupe, coupe dance video, yeah. Mm-hmm. A star, A star is my boy. I met him in person. He's a cool dude too. Hey, shout so, out to A star. Uh-huh. Shout out to A star. So we did the coupe dance video, and then it went viral. It was yeah. all over Facebook, all over YouTube, everywhere. Really? I I wouldn't even expect it to go that viral. Really? Yes, and that video went viral. I got 
like a lot of clients from New York people coming. I saw this video on YouTube. I saw this video on Facebook. I'm like, oh wow. So yeah. that was where everything like some of the artists are very corporate and very supportive. Like yeah. they're willing to, you know, help you push their um their brand. And sometimes yeah. people pay you to do a dance video to of their course. songs. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm giving you free um promotion. Of so course. if you're paying a little amount for it, it shouldn't be a problem. But sometimes some people feel like, oh, their song is already out there, so, so they don't need exactly, it. Exactly, so they don't need it. So it, it's hard. Sometimes some some artists are very cooperative, and some artists are very responsive mm-hmm. and stuff. Like they repost your stuff, they share it. Yeah. But some artists act like, oh, I mean, I'm already, uh, yeah, I'm already, I'm already cool. Line, I'm, I'm already <laughs> exactly. I don't need this. Yeah, That's so. so interesting. And so, like, do you select like how the songs are gonna fall? Yeah, and I was watching some, some of the videos. Yeah, some 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 songs is hard to mix it. So I work right. with a DJ. I have mm-hmm. a DJ, DJ Triple X. Shout out to you. Shout out, DJ Triple X. Yes. Yeah. So um, I, he's our DJ. We have a we have a live DJ every class in New York. It's always a live Amazing. DJ. So when I travel. I have a mix that I travel with because I can. I haven't gotten to a point where I could. I could travel with my DJ. Right, and stuff your like entourage. That. I'm still, soon yes, come. Soon I'm still come. soon come. We're still working on that. But when we teach in New York, so me yeah. and my DJ, we work on the, you know, oh, the yeah. um, pace of the song. Okay. It depends on how the song. Because if the song is really slow and you speed it up, it messes up the song and it doesn't really sound good. So it depends That's on the true. pace of the song and how it works out yeah and sometimes we still play mm-hmm. some slow music but we use that for warm-up purposes like mm-hmm. stretching but when we get into the workout aspect we some of the song we speed it up a little bit and we mix it with different songs so completely yeah, and it's also a good platform now we, um, me and my dj we're working on the afrobeat burnout playlist mm-hmm. where we're gonna put afrobeat songs on there because most of the times when we have clients coming in they keep asking what song is this what song is that so we're gonna create a playlist where they can have access to um, Africans, uh, Afrobeat songs, or the songs we teach to in mm-hmm. classes. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, gonna, it's not going to be a mix. It's going to be just a regular song. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. I think what you're doing too, especially because the beauty is that we have the internet now. Yes. You know? So you don't need anyone's approval exactly. or like even just like you can use your own and you already have the platform yeah. for it. But like even in the past, like you were able to just announce yourself like, hey, I'm doing this and like see, test it, the market yeah. out completely. So and talk to me about like, do you know when things are going to go viral? Like, do you have um, a sense about it, 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 it now? It, sometimes, or? I mean, I feel like now Instagram, the algorithm of instagram is kind of messed up oh really but almost a year okay. ago when the video is going to go viral in the first 10 minutes you almost have like over a thousand views in 10 minutes then you know the response to the video is really good yeah but now the algorithm because they show videos if somebody posted a video today you don't see it till tomorrow right. or the day. so it's hard to see stuff but what i tell people is people have to utilize instagram very very well because Instagram is what made my class very popular because I feel like people use Instagram in the wrong way. They just go on Instagram and look at stuff. <laughs> if you're doing a, bu- if you're doing a business true. through Instagram, you have to invest in it. So I spent close to $200 every month on Instagram ads. So last year when I started the classes, I was doing ads to every... That's how come I travel a lot. Because yeah. if I'm going to a state like Texas, I haven't been to Texas before. So I do... I post a video and my target audience will be in Texas. Maybe the age range from, let's say, 25 to 45 mm-hmm. females, men, like mm-hmm. this amount of people. So demographics and everything. So mm-hmm. you have to use the ads to reach people that don't know you. So if I pick up my phone, everybody has Instagram now. So if they go on Instagram and they see a video, oh, wow, this class is amazing. I want to try it. They that's sign right. up. So that's, right. that's how come actually I got to 100K because I was doing a lot of ads for my class last year. And I was doing ads everywhere I traveled to. I do ads for the classes, and it was picking up. 
Interesting. I, yes, it's so you see, like I think what we forget is that there's so much background work yes. that goes into everything that you do and like i think because again because your brand and even your profession is very like look at me like i'm cool i'm whatever like people just see so you have you ever encountered people who are just like uh you know you're fake like i get it like you you took supplements to get this body Um, like you're like talk to me about a negative confrontation that you had or had (laughs) there's a lot of negative stuff really Like, like you said i if I tell people I don't take supplements, a lot of people don't believe me, but I just eat a lot. I eat like four or five times a day. I love food. And sometimes people don't understand. Get, African man. It, uh-huh. right? Exactly. <laughs> African man. We eat a lot. Right. You know? And like getting protein shakes, what if I can get my protein for meat, fish? Right. So there's no need for taking supplements if mm-hmm. I could get all these from food. So all I got to do is eat a lot. Mm-hmm. So I eat four or five times a day. And what people don't understand, if you're trying to put on weight, you have to be doing calorie surplus. You have to understand what you're doing in the fitness industry. It's like somebody trying to lose weight. Right. If you're trying to lose weight, you have to do, you'd be doing calorie deficit. That means you're not giving the body enough calories. And then you give the body cal- calories where your body can burn. Mm. And then you can re- lose weight. But if okay. you're trying to gain weight, it's calorie surplus. If your body is supposed to be getting 2,000 calories, then you have to add more to, okay, I want to be consuming 2,500 calories a day to put on weight. Right. So I eat a lot. And <laughs> it's all, and sometimes people, and sometimes people look at your stuff on Instagram and they'd be like, oh, this guy's fake. He's showing up on Instagram. Right. And they meet you in person and they're like, oh, I didn't know you were this cool. <laughs> So sometimes Instagram people judge people wrongly sometimes on social media just based on what they see till they meet you in person. Completely. Because they might think, oh, this guy's always showing off. He has a shirt off. But the thing is, I'm I'm into fitness. You have to. Exactly. Yeah. How can I say I'm going to change you, help you change your body when I'm out of shape and I can't show my body? Exactly. (laughs) That's it. Yeah. So there's a lot of negative stuff. Sometimes you meet people in person and... The misconception now I'm on my page because I put a lot of dance and fitness video. People think I'm just doing dance. And some people think I'm just a dance instructor. No, I'm not. I'm a certified personal trainer. I'm a certified group instructor too. So I just combined the group fitness instructor Mm -hmm. with dancing and I created a class called Afrobeat Burnout. Awesome. So I don't just do dancing or I'm not a choreographer or a dance instructor. I'm a group fitness instructor and a certified personal trainer. Nice. I know. I think that it's absolutely amazing what you're doing. So one thing, we need to get into the food. No like, problem. I know we talked about meal prepping. Yeah. But tell me, I want to know more because, you know, African food, we have jollof. We're not going to get into the jollof wars today. I just today. had jollof this afternoon before coming here. Yeah. <laughs> we're not going to get into the wars. We're not going to get into the wars. I mean, but, you already okay. know Ghana jollof. <laughs> Ghana has the best jollof. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> Ghana okay. has the best jollof. Hey, <laughs> to all the Nigerian listeners, oh. listeners yeah, listen, anybody listening, you. Ghana, Ghana is the best jollof. I don't care I'm what you not, say. <laughs> the Afrolit creator does not endorse these views. <laughs> we do not support. We're uh, just here. Um, but yes, there's, you know, we have so much meat. We have so yeah. much fish. There's been, you know, studies that show that, like, the way that we eat actually is very healthy just because of some of, like, the ancient yeah. grains. But, like, because you're certified, you know this. Like, what do you say to someone who's like, oh, I have to keep eating my type of food or using so much oil? Like, how do you the, combat like, you that? Know, in life, too much of everything is bad. Okay. You know? And also... I don't say our food is bad. Our food is good, but it has a lot of carbs. Mm, a lot okay. of African foods has so much of carbs. I carbs know. is good. Some people say, oh, and now there's a lot of things going on. Do keto because keto has Let's no carbs. Let's talk about that. Exactly. I'm on the keto thing. Exactly. <laughs> keto has, 
keto keto <laughs> has no carbs, but it also has its own side effects because right. still your body needs a little bit of carbs in your system. Mm-hmm. Everything has to be done in moderation. Okay. That I'm not a big fan of people trying to make vegan like a religion. If you're not vegan, right. I was just t- telling one of my friends today. I feel like if you want to be vegan, it's fine. You can be vegan, but don't make it look like somebody who is not vegan is not healthy. Right. You get right. my point. Of course. There are people who are vegan but are not healthy but they think they are because they're they're, they're vegans mm-hmm. so people gotta understand if you want to do your diet you have to read into it and then do your diet don't make it seem like your diet is better than somebody else coming back to african food african food has a lot of carbs so if you're somebody who is trying to lose weight you have to be eating in moderation mm-hmm. because and you know how africans eat, eat in like bigger portions <laughs> you have to make sure you eat all of it <laughs> my auntie usually used to tell me when you go to ghana people are starving and we give you the food and you're wasting it so it's been something that every time that i eat i have to make sure i'm eating the right proportion. i never want to waste food so we eat a lot right you know but you can still be fit and eat a lot and eat our african okay. food i eat african i just I had jollof today yeah. So jollof is also like regular, like rice. It's yeah. just that they added the stew to it. And and if you have your chicken on, on mm-hmm. there, it's still protein. Okay. But you can't be eating fufu every single day, like our parents. Right. Let's say my dad, for instance, in Ghana, every, early in the morning, he's eating fufu. <laughs> At 9 p.m., he's eating fufu. Fufu is a lot of carbs. If it's um, not complex carbs, it takes a lot of time yeah. to digest. Yeah. So we have to understand all these things. It's just that... It's not our food is not wrong. You just have to know how to go about things. That's okay. what people gotta understand. Yeah. Our food is not. There's nothing wrong with our food. Just know mm-hmm. how to, um, how to go about it. How you're gonna, you know, mm-hmm. proportion proportion wise and everything. Mm-hmm. You can still eat our food and be healthy too. That's yeah. so, yeah, no, I think that there's so many misconceptions. Yeah, there's a lot of misconceptions. And I feel like we're all, so how do you feel also about people like going like, you know what, I'm just going to do liposuction, you know, like I don't need this fitness because <sighs> I feel like that's the new trend, you know, we're going to add a little, take a um, little, you um, know, from a fitness, all oh, his listen, face. <laughs> li- <laughs> I don't, I don't, <laughs> liposuction, I'm telling you, like. Like any surgery, has, you know. All the surgeries, mm-hmm. like getting a tummy tuck, all mm-hmm. of that stuff. It has its own side effects. That's okay. what people gotta understand. It takes a lot, you know. So, so people, it's 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 a temporary thing. And could you do it in the gym? Everything that you would wanna like, yes, you can exactly. You think, is that even true? even if you go do like okay. section, the yeah. doctor will tell you go to the gym and work out because if you don't work out and you go back to eating that type of way, you're still gonna gain weight. Yeah. So they're gonna tell you to start working out, start walking, <laughs> start running. So why don't you do that and avoid the liposuction? You get my point? Completely. Because after getting your body done, the same doctor that helped you get your body done, they're gonna tell you you should start working out more, start right. exercising more, so that you can keep the body right so that means you can exercise and get that body you want mm-hmm. because most of these liposuctions have its own side people do it and die right just last month or two months ago somebody went to do liposuction and they died yeah exactly so it has its Even own side effects have exactly died, you know it has its own side effects i don't i don't i'm not a, you have if you have your money and you want to do it that's fine but you have to understand it has its own side effects because People are uh, going, like, and now the social media age, everybody's body is perfect on Instagram. People are even so, using Photoshop and stuff. You might think course. this person's body is perfect. You see them in person. It's not even like that. So, <laughs> I know, right? And I feel like social media also has a lot of influence lately on our generation it in does. general. It does. Because, and it makes, there are girls that look at people on Instagram like, am I pretty enough? They're standing in the mirror and like, they, right. they doubt themselves. Yeah. At the end of the day, 
it's not always about looks. It's what you have in you because somebody might be pretty on Instagram, but they have a bad attitude, stank attitude. Right. They, they don't know how to do anything. So you can't just sit behind right. your phone. They're and, broke. And, like exactly. they're not making any money. <laughs> somebody might look rich on Instagram, but they don't even have $500 in the account. Uh, completely. Exactly. There are all these girls that will go in the store, take clothes, take it home, buy it, take pictures and bring it back and exactly. take their money back and put their pictures on Instagram. You right. might think everything is good, but it's not, you know? So it's so true. I'm not a big fan of liposuction. It has its own side effects. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I can't force somebody to stop. And now even in the fitness industry, people yes. could get their body done and they come on social media selling workout programs to people. Wow. Yeah. People get their body done, get their eyes done and they'll come on Instagram <laughs> They'll be selling squat um, booty We've programs. Reached a new oh, yeah. level. And oh, I'm I'm selling a 30 day <laughs> right. booty program. If you want to get it with your booty like mine, but right. then we all know you went to do it, you know. So that, it's hard. I feel like you can kind of tell the difference. That's just my theory, so, but so, sometimes you can't tell. Because, I know, yeah. right? Sometimes, you, sometimes depending on which doctors yeah. you go to, sometimes wow. it's hard to tell. Wow, it's yeah. so crazy. So, do you feel like, especially because you are, I mean. You are authentic and you know the business, you understand. Like, do you ever feel like this is something you want to do like forever? Like, talk to me about the future of Hurricane. Like, Hurricane Fitness. I actually LLC my company. So, Hurricane Fitness is LLC. And Afro B Burnout is a branch underneath it. We're in the process of trademarking it. Amazing. It's almost done. So, it's trademarked underneath Hurricane Fitness. So, Hurricane Fitness is my company as well, my fitness stuff, everything. And Afro Beat Burnout was trademarked differently because it's more of the dance fitness aspect of Hurricane Fitness. Yeah. So, and like I said, um, coming this summer, we're working on online programs, DVD programs for my Afro Beat Burnout classes yes. so that people in different countries are internationally available. Yes. Ooh. And starting next year or the year after, I'm planning on doing international tours. I've been doing um, domestic US. tours, yes. US tours. I've been to like 15, almost close to 20 states mm-hmm. already. I still have a couple of states I'm going to this year, but mm-hmm. next year I might be doing international tours. Right now I have London, I have Canada, I have Brazil, I have Yay! Paris. I have like five, six, five, six places that people always reach out to me from. Starting next year, I'm going to start traveling there. That's amazing. So, and Hurricane Fitness is, I want to get to a point where I'm going to have my own studio or gym. Actually, I used to co-own a gym in Ghana. Mm. Yeah, I used to co-own a gym in Ghana, and I'm actually working on building my brand. And I'm giving myself like five years. I'm going to go back home, have a hurricane fitness center, okay. like a big gym in Ghana and everything. Amazing. Yeah. So, And Afrobeat Burnout yes. is also in the process. I'm trying to make it like Zumba, where we can certify people to teach Afrobeat Burnout in different countries. So it's a lot wow. of things. And I always tell myself, there's this thing that I said to myself, like, if this fitness thing don't work, then what? So I'm going to put it on my all to make it work. Okay. Even though I have a bachelor's degree I could use to get a job or anything, but Completely. this is what I started and that is what I want to finish. That is what I want to make it. Mm-hmm. What I, I want to start an empire through that. Mm-hmm. So Afrobeat Burnout, Hurricane Fitness, all of that, everything is in process. It's, this, I want to, I'm doing this for the rest of my life. Completely. Yes. So, you know, before we finish out, we need to know, we need to tell the people is hurricane single i feel like that's the number one Uh, question (laughs) everyone maybe you can't disclose for business related purposes maybe he can't you know i don't know is Uh, is he single and single and searching as yemi says no 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 no. um i'm not not single wow i'm not single i'm off the market Uh, 
but I'm not gonna go further than that. Okay, cool. <laughs> and no. I said, I feel like I'm not single. I'm not. Searching. But do you foresee? Do you foresee yourself getting married? Like, it, would you want to settle down? Oh, why not? Yeah, hell yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah, I wanna. I wanna settle down okay. in a couple in a year or two, have kids and everything. Amazing. Yeah, Look at time you. and time waits for no man. I'm <laughs> trying to get my first one, you know, so we can all rock it together. When I'm thirty, he, he's uh, training too. When I'm fifty, he's probably like twenty five, <laughs> yes, and then, you yes. know. He's, so he's, he's doing the classes. Exactly, he'll be doing the classes. Or maybe he'll take the painting little, side. You little, know? Yeah, I have kids running around. You know, I love. I mean, family is a beautiful thing. I love yes. kids. I love. Okay. I have a lot of nieces and nephews. Oh, I have siblings. Awesome. I have eight siblings. Okay. Uh, I'm the oldest. Oh, I, have, well, I was yeah. gonna ask you. So you were yeah, the firstborn yeah, son. The first no wonder. Son, yes. I have eight siblings. It's yeah. five girls and three boys. Amazing. Yes. 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 Wow. So, um, three. Three is in, um, two is in the States, one is in Canada, and the other five are in Ghana. And how do they feel about your, you know, just um, blowing up in your industry, your profession? My, my, my brother and my brother and sisters that are here, they yeah. love it <laughs> because of the blowing up and everything, a yeah. lot of people know them through me. So oh, when they really? go to events, like African events, it's easy to get in. I have people that know me. So I'm like, oh, like, my yeah. sister is there. Can you get, can you get her in? You're so, that. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm hurricane. I'm with Hurricane, you know, that's my bro. <laughs> oh, man, we yeah. need to stop this. About, pay I your remember, tickets. I remember um, one of my mm-hmm. sister was telling somebody I'm, I'm her brother. She she's in Canada, so yeah. she got a job and she was working at this job and this girl so was talking about me and Ooh, oh I see this guy on Instagram this, da, da, da. and my my sister was like that's my brother and the girl's like you're lying he's not and they had to argue for her to FaceTime me before the girl believed it was my sister oh my yes. God. <laughs> I was like, no, you don't know him. You're, 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 you're yeah. It's there's like, no uh, way you know okay, him. whatever. I was like, no, that's my brother. And they, wow. he's like, look at his sending and look at my sending. I, actually, I'm gonna call him right now. And my sister called me. I was like, yeah, that's my Girl. sister. <laughs> yeah, that's so fun. Yes. So, do you feel like you're a celebrity? Like, would you want to be like a um, Biggest Loser? Is that part of the plan too? Like, you know, celebrity, um, fitness instructor. I don't give myself those titles. Okay. I feel like sometimes when people have those titles, they get too comfortable, mm. especially in the fitness industry. Yeah. Um, sometimes you see people that have the opportunities to train celebrities and be like, oh, I'm a celebrity trainer. Right. But they get too comfortable and they lose track of what they're doing. I mean, it's good to have that status, but at the end of the day, it depends on what you're using it for. Mm-hmm. So it's not about titles to me. It's about how many people I can affect and how many people I can change mm-hmm. at the end of the day. I've changed hundreds of lives. I have clients all over the world, completely online, in person, and yeah. I've met people that have changed their lives several ways. People, I had a client that was on a cane. She's one of my biggest clients and wow. my biggest transformation I ever worked with. She lost over a hundred pounds Look when she lives. She actually lives in New York. When I came here, twenty fifteen, I yeah. met her. Um, she was on the cane. I was that was when I was doing my boot camp classes outside. Yeah. So she came to she came to walk around the park and she saw me doing my classes out there. She came to me was like, Do you do guys do these classes every time? I was like, Yeah, we do it every day. You could come. And then she started wow. coming. And by the time I was leaving to Ghana, she wasn't using the cane anymore. Wow. Yes. And up to now she has she doesn't use the cane anymore. She's lost over a hundred pounds. 
That's I'm close amazing. to 150, 160 pounds. She no, when you go on your Instagram and I looked through the client's highlight, yeah. it's actually stellar. Like even the science behind the body, you yeah. know, just the fact that when you put, like you said, your three things, your drive, determination yeah. and your skill, uh, like yes. you can change and your I life. I always try to change my client's mindset about fitness, especially even if you come to me, mm-hmm. oh, I want to lose 10 pounds and that's it. By the time you work with me, I have clients that I've been working with for two years, mm. a year and a half. I have clients that I've worked with for three months. I always tell people if you want to work out, it takes 12 weeks to see the changes in your body. Don't come. Don't expect to see big changes in a week, mm-hmm. two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. It takes a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. So just give me three months of your time. That's 12 weeks of your time. And let's see where we could get to. But sometimes after the three months, they look amazing. They feel like they could do it on your own. I'll let you go. That's when. So I accept clients every time, from time to time. So... I take clients when they feel like they're good and mm-hmm. they're good and they could do it on themselves. I let them go, wow. and then I pick up another client and so stuff like nice. that. So it's a rotating. Yeah, sk- it's skill. a rotating skill. So I want you to give the Afroblit fam two things. I want you, if you could go back and speak to ten-year-old Hurricane, with all the experiences that you've gone through in life now, what would you tell him? You did a great job. <laughs> I'm not going to tell him to change anything because of like I told you I don't yeah. have I don't I feel like in life yeah. everything is an experience and I learn from experiences. Yeah. And there's always one thing that I tell people um don't be scared to fail because when you fail you get a chance to try it again and do it right. I completely because agree. Yeah. I feel like I've learned a lot from what I've been through. Mm-hmm. So even now I don't regret anything in the past. Mm-hmm. I feel like everything was a learning curve and it helped me to be who I am today. Completely. Yes. And, and what would you what, give to someone? And, oh, sorry. And the second thing is I'll tell um, Hurricane that it was good he never gave up. Mm. Yeah. So, because mind you, your parents don't support you. You don't have people yeah. that support you to do what you're doing. But now, they are the ones that are, my dad is now in Ghana. So, yo, my dad, my son is a celebrity <laughs> trainer in America. <laughs> And that, my son is doing this in America, classes. exactly. Uh-huh. But when I was in, um, when I was in Ghana, yeah, my dad w- like, w- ah. didn't support it, you know. So mm-hmm. that's what happened. Wow. Yeah, and now uh, my dad is very supportive and everything. Completely, like the whole family is garnered behind yes. the Hurricane yeah. brand. Yes, you know? but my dad is a little bit still skeptical. Oh, but okay. He knows. I told him like this is what I want to do, so there's nothing I'm going to change. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, and so. With your whole, like, in the future. So mm-hmm. now, if you if you have someone who's, you know, trying to lose weight or trying to gain weight, like, what would you say um, to if them? Anybody like, is if trying, you could give yeah, them, like, two things, two things that they could do right now as they're um, listening. A hundred squats, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> not necessarily. I'll tell them to start now. Don't wait till late. Okay. Um, it doesn't matter. It all starts with one push-up, yeah. one squat. Yeah. You know, it all starts mm-hmm. with one push-up, one squat. Don't wait till it's too late. I'm, I'm going to tell them to set realistic goals and keep their head up and keep pushing because awesome. it's no no pain, no gain. You got to put in that work to get what you want. Exactly. exactly. So that's all I'm going to tell them. Thank you so much, Hurricane. Thank you so much, Afro Lit, 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 Lit. lit. <laughs> Thank so, you so much for having me. We are going to put all of your information in the description box below so that everyone can find you. Yes, As you know, it's on Instagram, it's Hurricane underscore GH and Afro Beat Burnout. Those are my two main pages. If you search Hurricane, it's the GH. first thing that comes YouTube, up. YouTube, Facebook, you're going to find Hurricane GH anyway. So just search Hurricane GH and you'll find me. Perfect. Yes. 
it, this has been another episode of Afro Lit. I've Afro-lit, been your host. Lit, lit, lit. Hey, <laughs> I've been your host, Equa PM. Stay tuned for more, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Yay! This was so good.